Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it on cnjradio.com or you're subscribed on iTunes, never missing a single show, getting access to all the old shows, all the first 70 episodes. How great is that? Thank you, everybody, for listening. It really means a lot. And thank you so much for your patience. It has been about two weeks and a little bit of change since I lasted a Rock Strikes 10. Things have been very crazy here on the CNJ radio front. Hopefully calming down. Well, it's it's never really going to calm down, is it? Why would I do this if I wanted calm, right? But uh, I've been busy. Well, I got sick before I almost did the last Rock Strikes 10. I had no voice about five or six days ago. It probably still sounds a little weird. I don't know if it's just in my head, but I, I feel like I sound different, and my ears are all stuffed up, so I had this weird head cold, and I still have it, but hell, let's do a show tonight, right? But, uh, you know, I mentioned cnjradio.com at the top of the show. More relevant than ever, go to that website so you can get directed to all three CNJ Radio shows. This one, of course, you're listening to Rock Strikes 10, the flagship show, Wrestling House Show, which is back and doing great. Uh, got a lot of content for that show coming down the road. And also, Randy Brown, my friend Randy Brown, has a new music show on CNJ Radio. Very proud to have him on. The Synaptic at thesynaptic.com. Great show. Uh, unlike anything I'm doing here on Rock Strikes 10, a true alternative. And so I, I definitely recommend a listen. It's like a it's like a really great old school like college radio show. And I think that's a, a compliment back when they were really fun to listen to. Uh, Randy's great. He's got honest opinions. No bull. Uh, you know, no hipster-itis. Uh, uh, the guy just plays what he wants. He's a, he's a true alternative. I say that a lot, but he is. But go check that out. Go check out all the shows on cnjradio.com. All right, enough of my whoring out the CNJ Radio shows. As much as I love them. Let's play some damn music, huh? Uh, this show tonight, this is gonna be a weird one, man, and, you know, I'm not, not bringing the show back, not easing you back into Rock Strikes and all with this one. Uh, I realized when I did the year-end shows last year that some of the things I wanted to do on the show, uh, it just builds up through the year, so, like I said, as they happen, I'm gonna do a show on them, so I've made a point to where... Pretty much my year-end shows now are just going to consist of, you know, singles and albums, I think. Stuff like that. Uh, but there was some stuff I did at those year-end shows. One was called The Odds and Ends, and then I did The Death Show, like I always do. So now, basically, when any of those lists get to 10, I'm just going to do a show on it. No matter what's going on, for the most part, I'm just going to do it. And I uh, haven't had enough deaths, and that's a good thing. So let's take care of uh, the new Odds and Ends of 2013. Uh, anytime there is like a soundtrack or a single only release or a reissue, something of note that I think is kind of cool, I'm going to talk about it here on the show and I'm going to play something by it. I do purchase this stuff, so I might as well just play it on my show. These are all legit purchases. You can have a look at my receipts. I got nothing to hide. Uh, but so uh, let's just get it going. This is going to be a really weird hodgepodge. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I'll try to do blocks of styles, but I'm not promising uh, anything. I can't promise you're going to love everything on this show tonight. 
Uh, you might hate some of it. I don't know. Let's just see what happens. First song here. Yeah, it's going to be great with that attitude, right? No, but uh, it, it should be a lot of fun. Going to kick the show off tonight with something uh, from a reissue of sorts. Very cool release here. If you've never heard of the band Masters of Reality, great band, very underground, and, and part of that whole Caius slash Queens of the Stone Age family. Uh, a lot of people from that band are in this band, and uh, it basically just the brainchild uh, of a fellow by the name of Chris Goss. Uh, he's the only constant in the entire band. Anyway, go check out like a page on them, and you can learn more about them. Uh, they've been around since the early 80s, actually. They've put out a handful of records, and there's a release out now. It's just called Masters of Reality. It, I think if you... Uh, type them up like on Amazon or something like that. It'll be like the first thing that pops up under the band's name. Uh, it's got this like kind of like night uh, cover, like picture of a cemetery or something like that. Cool painting, actually. Nice, nice little artwork there. But the release basically uh, packages uh, on two CDs their very first self-titled album. Of course, it's called Masters of Reality. And the second disc is a live album from the late 90s called How High the Moon. And I actually only have the live album and the second album, Sunrise on the Suffer Bus, which is not on this release, but that's a great record, too. Definitely want to check that one out. Uh, there was They actually had a, uh, I was checking their page, they actually had a top ten radio hit with a song I'm going to play for you here. The original version of the song, uh, She Got Me When She Got Her Dress On. It's a great song. That song kicks so much ass. If you've never heard that, go go listen to it. Well, you're going to listen to it now. You're going to hear the live version. Uh, but definitely also worth checking out the studio version because uh, the great Ginger Baker plays on that Sunrise on the Suffer Bust album. You could definitely tell, man, because the drums have a lot of punch on it. But this live version is great, too. Uh, you know, I'm going with their obvious hit in the sense of if you've never heard this band, this is a good one to start off with. So really good up-tempo number. And it's off of that live album, How High the Moon, which is the second disc on this new reissue to check out. So here you go, this is the Masters of Reality with She Got Me When She Got Her Dress On. Turn it up. Tell me. 
Alright, that was the Masters of Reality with a live version of She Got Me When She Got Her Dress On. You could find that on the new Masters of Reality double disc, which packages their first album along with that live album in question. There's some cool stuff on that live album to a cool song by the name of John Brown. There's a guest spot by Mr. Scott Weiland on there as well. Yeah, Scott's been in the news, hasn't he? He got uh, canned from Stone Temple Pilots like... You know, I, I understand Velvet Revolver not wanting him back, but w- when you're actual original band, I mean, these guys, they definitely need him to make money on the road. And the fact that they don't even want anything to do with him anymore, that's pretty telling of Scott Weiland's character, I think. But anyway, there you go. There's a bit of uh, topical uh, humor there. Eh, but anyway, you know, moving on. Yeah, I, I, I talk shit sometimes. A, a guy that actually talks a lot of shit uh, is Elton John. I, I love Elton for that. Uh, you know, if, if he doesn't like something, he'll he'll just talk about it in the press. I love that he, like, bags on people. Especially, he usually bags on people that deserve it. So, uh, he's he's a fun guy. <laughs> and uh, why I'm talking about El- Elton John, I'm going to play us something by him. He's actually doing a duet here. If you haven't heard of these guys, they're they're pretty interesting. It's called like classical pop crossover music. Uh, it's a band by the name of Two Cellos, and, and they're basically uh, kind of doing a, a pop version of what Apocalyptica started off doing in the '90s, which is basically just taking songs that have already been recorded and and doing cello arrangements of it. So, like I said, not not an original idea, uh, but definitely they're going the more crossover route where they're probably going to get some attention here and there. They've already gotten some attention. They've been on some television shows. And the reason Elton's on this track, actually, he's going to sing. And usually they do instrumental stuff, but Elton wanted to sing on this track. He had them open for him on uh, one of his last tours. So he's he's definitely a big fan. Uh, but this is kind of cool, actually. If you're a fan of the original, I'm talking original version of Fleetwood Mac, the Peter Green lineup the heavy blues rock unit that was Fleetwood Mac back in the original day, uh, you will know this song. Actually, even if you aren't familiar with Peter Green era Fleetwood Mac, you're probably going to know this song anyway. This song has been covered about 2,000 times. I've got a few verses of it myself by like Tom Petty and the Black Crows. And you know, If you play rock and roll and it's uh, you know swimming in a little bit of the blues there, you know this song. This is a song you kind of like have to know. This is the blues rock Johnny Be Good. So there you go. This is a song called Oh Well, performed by two cellos along with Elton John on vocals. So here you go. Check it out. This is pretty fun. I'm in. I can't see, I ain't pretty, my legs are thin Don't ask me what I think of you I might not give the answer that you want me to
to God and knew he'd understand. He said, stick by me, I'll be your God in hand. But don't ask me what I think of you. I might not give the answer that you want me to. that song is played on the cello that's a hell of a riff there so there you go that was oh well featuring elton john performed by two cellos uh that album by the way there you go here's a fun geeky music fact definitely bringing out my fanboydom but uh that album uh the album in question intuition is the name of it with the of course the number two in there signifying their second album uh it was produced by the great and legendary mr bob ezrin of course there you go. If anybody's going to mic some strings, might as well have Bob Ezrin do it. And uh, for, you know, you heavy rock fans of note, you might also appreciate they do a cover of Highway to Hell on there uh, with Steve Vai filling in on some guitar there. So there's my little teaser there you can check out. Two cellos for a little bit of a, a change, you know, a little, a little something different. That's what you get here uh, on Rock Strikes 10, at least occasionally. So the next song I'm going to play actually does tie into the previous song. It is also a Fleetwood Mac song, and it is actually performed by Fleetwood Mac. The reason I'm playing this song is actually because there was a, I think like a three-disc special edition reissue of Rumors just a few weeks ago. And, you know, uh, love them or hate them. I mean, Rumors is a massive record. It is, I think, I want to say like the fourth or fifth best-selling album of all time. I want to say, like, I think it's just right behind Back in Black or something like that. But, yeah, of course, Rumors is one of the most massive albums of all time. I don't really need to play most of anything off of here that you haven't heard a zillion times. So I'm not going to play an obvious song, so you can uh, breathe a sigh of relief there. You know, I mean, they're great songs. I mean, I don't think you can really deny that. Whether or not you ever want to hear them ever again, of course, is is your opinion. But I think this is a great song I'm going to play here. And I'm such a fan of the guitar stylings of Lindsey Buckingham, I think. And I've said this before, I think he's one of the most underrated guitarists uh, in rock history, honestly. The guy can, the guy's a beast. Uh, so this really spotlights him. This is pretty much just a solo Lindsey song, you know, on a Fleetwood Mac album, which I've obviously happened a few times here and there. Uh, the great track, or probably my favorite song off of Rumors. What do you think of that? So here you go. This is Fleetwood Mac, of course, with the great Lindsey Buckingham with Never Going Back Again. Check this out if you never heard it.
an album that's older than your host sitting right here. That is Fleetwood Mac with Never Going Back Again. Like I said, that, that's some stellar guitar work right there, if I do say so. And uh, we're going to stick here with, uh, you know, kind of a guitar ballad of sorts on this next song here. We're going to keep the style pretty close to the bone. This is interesting right here. Uh, you know, I played a cover of Oh Well a little bit ago, and this is a, uh, you're going to hear a few more cover songs on this show before it's all said and done. It's quite a few, probably about half covers tonight. But, you know, like I said, whenever they dump something on a soundtrack or, or what have you, a lot of times they are cover songs. This is one of my favorite songs of all time, uh, covered in a very unique way. And I guess nowadays it's not that big a deal for somebody to take like a big rock song and turn it into a ballad. It's almost, uh, you know, kind of a nudge or a hipster ironic thing to do nowadays. But uh, this guy's kind of an exception. I don't think he's doing it ironically at all. Matter of fact, uh, this is a guy that probably won't darken the door of Rock Strikes 10 very often, but but uh, I think a lot of the bands that I play on here are definitely in his wheelhouse. Uh, Ryan Adams, who is, is definitely a hard rock metal guy at heart. Uh, if you like read some of the interviews or listen to some of the interviews he does, he definitely gives it up for real rock and roll and real heavy metal. He's a, he is a legit fan. And uh, one of his favorite bands, apparently, is Iron Maiden. And uh, he did. Uh, he went on some of these radio shows. I think he went like on NPR last year or something. And he did an acoustic version of Iron Maiden's Wasted Years. And I guess he got a lot of positive feedback, especially from the metal community. It's like, hey, put that out. You put that out, I'll buy it. And uh, I kept my promise. Uh, the song finally did get an official release. Uh, so I, I went and downloaded it, you know, I, I paid my dollar twenty nine on iTunes. Don't you hate that? I jacked up to dollar twenty nine. I know it's been a couple of years, but anyway. Ninety nine cents, dollar twenty nine, whatever. Uh this song turned up on the season six soundtrack to the Showtime show, Californication. Which I, I actually haven't checked that show out yet. I know it's been on like I said, season six or probably on to season seven now, but uh I'll definitely give it a go at some point. I, I like David Duchovny. I was a big X-Files fan, still am. Uh, but yeah, very cool that this is on here, so I'm going to share it here with you. This is Ryan Adams doing Iron Maiden's Wasted Years. There you go. the seven seas I'm traveling on far and wide but now it seems I'm just a stranger to myself and all the things I sometimes do it isn't me but someone else I close my eyes and I think the city goes by in the night Ain't it funny how it is You never miss it till it's gone away And my heart is lying there And will be till my dying day So understand 
That was Ryan Adams with Wasted Years. Interesting acoustic arrangement of Wasted Years. The fact that they could take such a great heavy metal song and and turn it into something like that is proof positive of how great a song that is. And and also, yes, uh, some of you may have been thinking of this during that song. Uh, Great band that's no longer with us, a band by the name of Damone, also did a uh, cover version of Wasted Years and also did a, a ballad a semi-acoustic version of it as well. So go check that one out. It's on the Out Here All Night album. So if you're a fan of the song like I am, you're going to want all these versions. So go check it out. Like I said, that version of Wasted Years by Ryan Adams is on the Season 6 soundtrack to the Californication show. All right, we're almost halfway through the show, and it's a nice time for a break here because the next set's going to be really crazy. So i got some emails and some... Facebook messages and and some requests and some shout outs. So let let me go ahead and do that real quick before we get back to the music. Uh, Also, since I've been gone for a couple of weeks, uh, I saw a very relevant comment from uh, one of my favorite listeners, Robert Coulter, friend of the show. He asked me, uh, will we be getting a Black History Month show this year? Hope so. Uh, I remember him uh, saying he liked last year's shows a lot. And I did too, actually. Robert, I didn't forget about doing it this year, but obviously weird things happen. So, And like I said last year, it doesn't have to be February to celebrate black history, especially in music. I mean, that's that's an everyday thing, right? So I think I have a really good idea. This is a show I've been wanting to do for a long time now, like almost since the beginning of Rock Strikes 10. I'm still working on the show. It's one of those things, you'll understand why once I put it out, why I'm having such a hard time putting this show together but it is happening and it will be happening very soon i promise you stay tuned i'll let you know what it is so thanks for keeping that in mind robert coulter uh trust me be patient and i i think you will be rewarded uh also i got like a a twitter shout out and an email uh from the guy in torpedo head which is a great band uh from europe and, you know, of course, uh, there's a lot of you out there that listen to me that, that found the show through the Rock and Roll Geek Show. I'm sure you've heard Torpedo Head quite a few times. What a great band. So uh, if you're listening out there, man, uh, I I love your band. 
and uh, I actually will be picking up your record, so you don't have to worry about uh, sending me files. I'm just going to buy the damn things because you have a great band and uh, you definitely deserve my money. So uh, you'll be hearing them definitely on future shows. And also, I got, uh, of course, Todd Cunningham commented on the Valentine's Day episode, Two Sides of Love. First song, he said, Sammy Hagar, great song, much better than I Can't Drive 55 from that album. Uh, you know, definitely two different songs there, Todd. Uh, number two, the Dan Baird song. He says, the lyrics on this song cracked me up, so catchy and a great songwriter. Number three, the Neon Trees. I've uh, liked everything I've heard from them. Reminds me of the 80s. Yeah, they definitely have a massive 80s feel to them. So, you know, fun band, yeah. Uh, the Buzzcock song, he says, need, need to check out that band. Great song. Yes, yeah, please go check out the Buzzcocks, Todd. It's a phenomenal band. One of the greatest bands ever, punk rock or otherwise. Uh, number five, the Dolly Rots. He says, he got this song for free from them a couple of years ago. I love them, but you know that already. Yeah, so you must be uh, Facebook friends with them as well, because I think that's how I got that song for free. Uh, number six, the Cardigans. He said, not a bad song, but he says, my least favorite of the ten you played. I asked for that. I asked for people to tell me what they didn't like on the show. But, uh, yeah, I, th- I actually think that's one of my favorite songs on that show. But, you know, hey, that's all right. We don't have to agree on everything. It's totally cool. Uh, talking about the Nuno Bentoncourt song, he says, I didn't know he could sing. The last I heard of him is that he was playing for Rihanna. That's true, actually. Nuno Bentoncourt is uh, currently slumming it with Rihanna. Uh, not that his paycheck is slumming, I'm sure, but uh, I actually saw a recent comment of his in some like European magazine. They were asking about being Rihanna's touring guitar player, and he's like, you know, I get to play a few different styles, and he, say, he said something diplomatically to the effect of something like, uh, it's, it's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. So there you go. Uh, it's too bad Nuno can't make a living by himself, but eh, whatever. Uh, number eight song he's talking about is oh he's talking about the Denko Jones song. He says he'd never heard that song before. Uh, the first time he heard Lover Call on the radio in North Carolina, he said, "Who is this?" And he's been a fan ever since. Needs to be bigger than he is. I wholeheartedly agree. Denko Jones is, is so great. Uh, haven't gotten sick of him yet. I've been playing him a lot lately. Uh, number nine, the Tube song. He says, fun band. I can hear this song definitely in a John Hughes movie. Yeah, absolutely. And, of course, the last one, the Wild Hearts. Greatness. Enough said. Of course, that's definitely enough said. And uh, last email before we get back to the music. Going to uh, paraphrase uh, the latest email from Tino Fella. Thanks for sending me the email, Tino. I always appreciate it. Of course, you know I love him. And uh, let's see. He was talking about, oh, he said the... He said, the fact that I played Denko Jones and the Buzzcocks on Valentine's Day, he says, you're a hero. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, he says, it was nice hearing Logan on the song, remains, or song title Remains the Same show. Uh, he said, I hardly knew any of these songs often, not even the ones that were supposed to be more famous. And you know I love to discover, quote, unquote, new music. Uh, uh says he did he he did know Ring of Fire by Def Leppard. It's one of his favorite songs by him, and he knew the Weezer song as well. Uh, but those were the only two. says there was a band called The Verve Pipe that also had a song called Photograph. It's pretty decent. Uh, so yeah, yeah, actually, I think I remember that song actually. they they were they did pretty well in that first record over here. Uh, talking about the Alice Cooper show, he says, uh, I don't know what it is, but something emotional in his voice really gets me. Same for his melodies. I'm listening to him while I'm writing this, and I can't concentrate on this email. The man just keeps amazing me. 
But the great thing about your episode is that you got me interested in three of his albums from the relatively modern era, Dirty Diamonds, The Eyes of Alice Cooper, and Hey Stupid. Uh, so he says that he now realizes that uh, I didn't play anything off of The Eyes of Alice Cooper, but after the episode, he went back to the songwriter show where I played the song that didn't rhyme. So yeah, now I've played two songs from that album. Good stuff. And yeah, he says that a uh, wind-up toy almost got ruined by Satriani, by the way, Al. Although I want to point out that doesn't mean I don't respect the guy. But on that episode, he says he likes all the songs that I played on it. Uh, talking about the Grammys episode, the Shammies. Uh, actually, an American event presented like it's a worldwide thing, of course. Though music-minded people over here do care about the Grammys. Of course, you know, like people probably do all over the world. You're right. Says, my favorite Dutch newspaper even had a headline saying that the Black Keys were the big winners, ignoring all the mainstream pop. Great. Says, I'm very happy for the Black Keys and most people that apparently went on stage at that award show belong to a different kind of music awards. I always read about the Golden Gods. Maybe that's a decent event. Yeah, that's a good event. That's, that, that's legit in my eyes, for sure. Uh, he says, at least I hear that there were some actual artists showing up to that. Yes. And thank you for your rant about Mumford & Sons. In the 2011 American MTV Awards, yeah, you know, held by some reality show network, those guys were nominated for a rock award as well that thankfully went to the Foo Fighters that year. And not even for one of the songs on the uh, Wasting Light album. Still, I was very proud as a Foo Fighters fan, of course. I even promised some of my friends that if Mumford & Sons would win, I'd smash my brand new guitar in my window. The guitar is still alive. Well, thanks for that. Good. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, um, goodness, yes, and I appreciate the email, as always, Tino. Uh, I'm going to get back to the music here, because I just want to listen to music, and it's been a long day, so no disrespect to you, Tino. But uh, let's let's uh, get back into the music, and I'm sure you won't be disappointed, because this next block of music is all massive heavy metal. So the first song I'm going to play on this metal block here is uh, something new by Mr. Jason Newstead. Yes, Jason Newstead finally, finally put out some solo material that is in that heavy metal vein. He's only been out of Metallica for, what, 13 years now? 12 years? And finally, there's an EP out, easily enough, just called Metal. And it's under the name Newstead. So go check this out. Uh, longtime fans of his, I don't think you'll be disappointed. Uh, there's a lot of different elements of a lot of cool classic metal bands, like of course Metallica, there's a lot of Sabbath in there. Uh, it's just a really fun listen, and it's simple, it's fun, so check it out. This is the first song on that EP called Metal. This is Soldier Head by Newstead.
All right, that was Newstead with Soldier Head, the first song on his new EP, like I said, just called Metal. Uh, there's no physical copies of this out here as of this show recording, so you pretty much either have to download it on Amazon MP3 or iTunes, or there's probably a website of his that's official that is also uh, available to download there as well, possibly. So check it out, Newstead. And I like it. I think it's a lot of fun, actually. It's good to have some just quality metal to start out the year because sometimes I really have to dig pretty deep for that. And if you like heavy metal, I'm talking heavy. This is about as heavy as I get. and It's almost pushing my boundaries just a little bit. Like like Slayer, Sepultura, that's about as heavy as I get. Uh, like I said, this thing is uh, the new barometer of how far I'll go. Uh, and this is a pretty cool release, actually. We have a local band in the uh, Fort Worth area called uh, Dallas-Fort Worth, let's just say, uh, called War Beast. And they're they're making a little bit of a run here uh, in the metal scene. So I'm really happy to see that. And then they're pretty quality, man. They definitely remind me of old school, like early thrash era metal. So very cool to hear that stuff out there and, and doing pretty well. So they put out an EP just a few weeks ago, or I guess back in January, uh, it's it's kind of a split. It's kind of a duet thing. They seem to both be on here. It's it's such a crazy album. I, I, I can hardly almost tell which one is singing. But they put out this duet EP with Phil Anselmo. Of course, everybody knows Phil, right? The voice of Pantera. And uh, you have to hear this album to believe it. It's It's so damn crazy. Uh, let's just get into it here. Here's uh, here's the song right now that sticks out for me on the record. But like I said, you pretty much can't go wrong with any of it because it's all equally massively insane. So off of the new EP called War of the Gargantuas, appropriately titled for sure, this is War Beast and Phil Anselmo with Birth of a Psycho. <laughs>
right, that was Philip H. Anselmo and Warbeast with Birth of a Psycho off of the new EP, War of the Gargantuas. They're touring together as well, so I'm assuming they're going to do like maybe the mini set at the end of the night where they play some of this stuff. That would be pretty cool to see. I, I am sure it would be absolutely crazy and intense, massive pits going on the whole time and, and a lot of alcohol, for sure. Uh, but if you see him come to your town and you're brave enough to go check it out, definitely do so. And uh, check out Warbeast, up-and-coming, really cool metal band from my neck of the woods. And the last song of this crazy, crazy metal set, uh, I'm going to ease you out of it here with a song you might be pretty familiar with by a band you may not know, or you may know, I don't know. Uh, but a band called the Cancer Bats. What a great name. Great name for a metal band, for sure. Uh, They've been around for a few years. Uh, The first time I heard of them was actually through a cover song. They did this really fun version of the Beastie Boys' Sabotage. And if you've never heard it, actually just go to YouTube and watch the video, because it's way more fun if you watch the video with the song. So type up Cancer Bats, Sabotage, and it's, it's a good time, for sure. So kind of a screamy metal band, but... They said they're pretty good, and uh, it looks like I'm going to enjoy the covers a lot more. But thankfully, they put out an EP just, uh, I guess, a few weeks ago, and it's just an EP of all Black Sabbath covers under the name Bat Sabbath. And the EP is called Bastards of Reality. So since I played something by Masters of Reality earlier, it's a nice little tie-in there. Didn't even plan that. How about that? So here you go. Like I said, whole EP of Sabbath covers. Uh, I'm going to play you this one. This is the least popular song on the EP, but uh, I, I like this version a lot. I think they do a great job on it. So here you go. This is the Cancer Bats with Into the Void. Yeah. 
that was the Cancer Bats with a cover of Black Sabbath's Into the Void. That song was originally on the Masters of Reality album, if memory serves me correct, but that's off of the Cancer Bats' new EP called Bat Sabbath, Bastards of Reality. Very clever. And the other songs they do on that five-song EP are Children of the Grave, Iron Man, NIB, and War Pigs. So I guess the reason I played Into the Void is because those other songs are so popular and you've heard them tons of times, so might as well go with probably the least played out of those. You know, and and the rest of them are fine, but stuff like Iron Man and War Pigs, I mean, those songs need to be remade like Jailhouse Rock does. It's kind of unnecessary. I kind of wish maybe they'd have dug a little deeper. Maybe something off Sabotage. That was a great record, speaking of Sabotage. Uh, but anyway, moving on here, the next song I'm going to do, we got two more covers to play, and then I'll have a big finish at the end here. Next song is actually, this song came out last year on a record, but it's also on a, a compilation that just got released a few weeks ago, and I wanted to talk about it because it's definitely an important thing. It's called West of Memphis, and it's the latest benefit album for the now-released West Memphis 3. And a lot of cool people on this collection. Of course, Henry Rollins is on there, who's one of the big champions of this cause. Uh, you got uh, Natalie Baines from the Dixie Chicks, who I uh, heard her promote this on the Howard Stern Show. She does that cover of Pink Floyd's Mother, which is, is pretty cool, actually. And uh, Lucinda Williams, one of my favorites, she's on there. And, uh, you know, it's it's got some, uh, it's got some, a couple of cover songs on here, too. Uh, uh, the few that stick out is a band called White Buffalo, and they do a cover of Faster Pussycat's House of Pain, and, and turn into a like like that song wasn't sad enough, but they it's it's even more sad now. Uh, their version, go check that out. Uh, that's crazy. The, and Camp Freddy does a cover of Bowie's The Gene Genie, so it, it's a, it's a hodgepodge of, of bunch of interesting people. And uh, I'm going to play this song that's off of it because I happen to have this already. So I need to go pick up this soundtrack by itself. But since I do have a song on here, I'm just going to go ahead and play it to represent. And uh, I played this guy a few episodes ago, but hey, this is a fun, wacky cover version. This kind of how he got famous in the first place. So here you go. This is Marilyn Manson doing a cover version of Carly Simon's You're So Vain. There you go. Yeah. 
right, that was Marilyn Manson and his BFF, Johnny Depp. Uh, they share all of the guitar and drum tracks for that song. So there you go. That was You're So Vain, also off of Manson's Born Villain record as a bonus track and off of the new West of Memphis collection, benefiting the West Memphis 3. So go check that out. Pretty cool stuff, like I said. It looks uh, very, like a good 50% of the album is stuff I I really enjoy. And one more cover song, but we got two songs left. This one is another really interesting interpretation of a song you might know pretty well. Uh, Love this song, and I was very thrown off by the fact that it got covered by, uh, of all artists, uh, Pussifer, uh, who I played last year on the show. And Pussifer is, is one of the many other bands of Maynard James Keenan from Tool along with uh, a bunch of cavalcade of friends. I I lose track of these things, but I I think Tim Alexander is in the band still, and Mia Jovovich shows up from time to time. So a bunch of crazy cool people, but I like Pussifer a lot. They do some interesting stuff, always have good production here. Uh, They have a new EP out where they do two cover songs and I think two or three originals, something like that. I don't have it in front of me, but I did buy the whole thing. And I really like the originals, and I really like the covers. One of the covers on there, they do a straight-up version of Bohemian Rhapsody, which you have to hear to believe. Like I said, it doesn't sound almost any different from the original. Except it's not as good, of course. Of course, Bohemian Rhapsody, another song that really needs to be covered, right? But it's funny just because that's the most shocking thing they could do, is just play it straight up. But for this other cover song, they definitely made it their own. This is Pussifer doing accepts balls to the wall. Here you go. Too many people do 
right, that was Pussifer with their version of Accepts Balls to the Wall, officially called the Pillow Fight Mix, and that is on their brand new EP called Donkey Punch the Night. Yes, keeping it classy here on Rock Strikes 10. Check it out. The last song I'm going to play for you here this evening on this really crazy edition of The Odds and Ends is uh, by a band that I've played a couple of times already, and I've really become a pretty decent fan of these guys band called My Chemical Romance. They uh, did an interesting project over the last half year or so. They released five different singles with two songs apiece on them. So they basically have put out an entire new full-length album, but they put it out in five parts. And uh, they're all, you know, original compositions. I think originally some of these were going to wind up on the album that became Danger Days, but they changed concepts and went with that. And they had all these songs that they really liked a lot but they were they they were, didn't want to consider them leftovers they wanted to give them their own identity so they did this five single release but everything i've heard on it's been really good i haven't purchased all five of them honestly but i did get the fifth and apparently last installment uh number 5 the project is called conventional weapons and this is i guess the a side on single number 5 closing out the show here tonight with some big production some big rock and roll This is My Chemical Romance with Surrender the Night.
right, that was My Chemical Romance with Surrender the Night off of the number five single from the Conventional Weapons Project. I I haven't heard whether there's going to be a physical copy of all ten songs out on its own, but uh, who knows. So that's why I went ahead and just downloaded those two songs. I'm going to play the waiting game on the rest of them, but uh, they're all worth checking out. They sound great. And like I said, uh, don't be afraid to give that band a chance because they're actually pretty damn good. Write some catchy stuff there. So that's going to do it here for my crazy-ass hodgepodge odds and ends show. That's the first installment for 2013. I'm sure there will be a few more as the year goes on. If you see that a uh, soundtrack or a random single or some wacky cover that has been released or even a reissue that you want me to talk about and promote, if any of that comes out within this calendar year, send me an email or a Facebook message. Uh, But you can see all those links on cnjradio.com. Go there, like I said, for the Facebook, iTunes feed, Twitter, all that stuff. Tweet me, Facebook me, email me, joey at cnjradio.com. I will definitely consider everything. I appreciate all your feedback and emails. Please share the uh, iTunes feed with your friends. I would really appreciate that. I can always use more subscribers. So thanks a lot for tuning in. And I'm going to try to compensate over the missing a couple of weeks of the show. Try to get some bonus shows out there, here and there. So thanks for being patient. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. Have fun. Later.